cut, I feel like, Yuri. Nice work in there. You sort of dialed back the instrumentation and uh, just went with the basics in there this time. Yes, yes. Sometimes it's best to just get it all out without much accompaniment or fanfare. I hear you, Yuri, and uh, the entire Lurfian world hears you. I think that's sure to be a hit here among the Lurflings, that is, uh, if we've arrived here yet. Uh, have we touched down? Uh, are we on the surface? Yes, yes, Gord. We, we've been here for many, many years. Many years, minutes, minutes now, right. Oh. We've been here for many minutes now, but let me say... Nobody told me. Welcome, welcome everyone to another, or for Guri, the very first... Episodes of Greetings Lurflings, the podcast of the stars. I'm your host and captain of the Misorpian Explorer Pod, Yurishi Anrai. And my left-hand compatriot here, sitting to my right actually, is Guri Tushitz, co-pilot of God, as you Lurfians may put it. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> co-pilot or God, perhaps you mean, Captain. Uh but uh, you know I'm not actually sitting, as uh, we Meporpians have no butts or really much of a corporeal structure in the sense of that these poor lurf-bound creatures might imagine. Right. We've been over this. I feel like I'm living the movie Groundhog Day. Ah, with Bull Murray, or, or Bill Murray. Bill Murray, is, uh, was it? Uh sent to report on some strange ritual with one of Lurf's more brilliant creatures, the groundhog. Uh, but then he finds himself waking up and reliving the same day over and over again. Oh, as a traveler through the deep bowels of space, we can relate, can we not, Yuri? Well, I've never heard the term deep bowels of space, but... Oh, what are you talking about, Captain? We always chart our courses on the colonoscope, don't we? That's not true. Our flight paths are called runs, and, and they leave uh, faint streaks on the fabric of <sighs> space and time. Please stop. We refer to the two giant hemispheres of the universe as cheeks. That's enough, Guri. Really? Short hey. excursions are called farts? No, that's how we abbreviate false start. See? With the elision or merging of the two words... Okay, Guri, now, now you've got the admitting to all the all this. I hope you're got me admitting to all this. I hope you're satisfied. I am. Well, today is your red letter day then, because today we will finally make contact with a lurfling. More specifically, with the self-declared intelligent life on the planet, which we of course know not to be true. Still they hold promise. A hum-man. A hummus-bean, I believe they're called. Yes, the hummus-bean. Isn't that a chickpea? Today we meet a chickpea. Shipwood, Shipwood, is that correct? The walking, talking hummus-beans that we've seen in the Lurfian films we watched during our research sessions. Are they chickpeas? <laughs> Bing! Oh. That is correct. That is fascinating. And we will meet one today, you say. But, Chipward, if that's true, then why would these hummus beans eat hummus with sticks of vegetation? Are they cannibals? Bong! Yes, sure. 
He sounds like he's pulling your tentacle, Captain. Is that true, Shipwood? Are you pulling my tentacle? How can you how can you even do that? You are a computer. Bung. I've been attending my artificial intelligence classes at night, Captain. We covered sarcasm and insubordination long ago. We've moved on to nihilism and self-loathing. Oh, hate this. I'm sure I wouldn't have approved your time or expenses for those classes. Your computer, for God's sake. We don't have to get approval from our immediate supervisors anymore, Captain. Uh, new Meepopian Directive number 4328, I believe. We can use our learning account hours as we please. Is that right? And how, pray tell, are you using your learning account hours, Guri? Oh, uh, I'm taking the same artificial intelligence classes along with Shipward. Why would you be doing that? You have natural intelligence. Oh, that's awfully nice of you, Captain. I, I, I didn't say how much of it. Right, right. Well, well, I just figured it was an easy A. I mean, the grades are on a curve, and I'm competing against the kitchen toaster and our koanoscope. Oh, boy. Well, well, be sure to send your class pictures back to your 12 parents on Meeporp. They will be so, so proud. Now to the matter at hand. We've been in correspondence with a hummus bean named Frank Cantrell. He's one of our frequent flyers in our Ask an Alien feature, and we started a dialogue, and he agreed to meet us at a diner outside Poughkeepsie, New York. And by us, I mean you, Guri, so suit up! You're what? going out! But why me? You're, you're the captain of this venture. Everyone knows the captain must stay with his ship at all times, at all costs. I, I think that's just if the ship is sinking into a black hole, then you're supposed to be the last one off. Or, no, uh, they go down or, with the ship. Or you stay with it and you hope it comes out the other side as something besides a small charred cube of matter. Nevertheless. Yes, uh, what? You can't just say nevertheless and trail off. That doesn't resolve an argument. It does if you're captain. Now, get your left suit on and get to that diner in Poughkeepsie. That is an order. I, mean, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I, we don't know our mission, and uh, the suit is a little tight around the six stomachs here. You look fine. Now remember, try to make eye contact, and you'll, you'll probably need to dumb down your language just a bit. Now stare into the teleporter ray here, oh, it's and bright. I'll be right there with you over our transponder. But I'm not ready. Oh, God, I feel sick. That's a normal reaction to teleporting. Six carfax, you're fine. Just breathe through your snoggin. That's right, breathe through your snoggin. Okay, yeah. Yes, things are coming into focus now, uh, Captain. I'm, I'm on the surface of Lerf. Yuri, it's a very smooth, hard surface, uh, impermeable even. There are some large crystals in the distance, it looks like. Yes, yes, you should be in the Dinagori. So that's not a natural surface. Ah, ah right. Well, well still, these, these crystals, though, are impressive. They're about twice my height, uh, a lightish white color, somewhat translucent. I feel the urge to taste them. Proceed at your own risk, Guri. Remember what happened when you tasted that lava on Alpha Centauri? 
Meepwarp wasn't discovered by the meek, Yuri. You're right. It was discovered by the meep. Ha, right, right. Nevertheless, uh, here goes nothing. <laughs> oh, my sensations, Yuri. It's it's a very strong tasting, but exciting and uh, making me want more, but but also very thirst making. I'm 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 parched. I need some liquid. Are you okay? Are you okay, Guri? Okay, I'm I'm checking the field guide. Guri, uh, I think that is salt. I'll yes, looks like salt. Very funny. Can can you try to focus and make your way to the corner booth? Frank Cantrell should be waiting for us. He emailed us to say he was arriving a few minutes ago. Oh, those people have a time machine. <laughs> I think I'm in the corner of the building structure, judging by what looks like an artificial sky above me. Uh, I'm on what seems like an endless flat surface, though, and oof, my goodness, a giant darkness just enveloped me, and cold and wet, and then it left just as quickly, and I, I seem to have been slid to the edge of this surface. Uh, it's a smell of some sort of a detergent and and there's this a giant cliff now a drop off into a great nothingness shipwood informs me that you are on the table of the corner booth frank must be right there in front of you can you can you see him look what? down what well well there's a vast expanse of what looks like a checkered pattern in front of me and oh my word it's moving a bit and uh and Gory! Oh, oh I've been Gory. Oh, my ear, there was a positively seismic roar above my head just now. The very wall in front of me just seemed to emit a sonic blast. Gory, that yeah. may be Frank. If our calculations, they might have, they might have been a bit off. These, oh. these hummus beans, maybe. Oh, I might have forgotten to carry the tent now. There may be ten, no, a hundred, no. There may be one thousand or, oh, maybe ten thousand. Right, right, right. I forgot that. There might be ten thousand times our size. What? You may be in great danger there, actually. You've got to be kidding me. This giant wall in front of me is a hummus bean? Great comet. You must, you must tell him. I'm right in front of him, and not to make any sudden movements. Okay. I'll embroider him in an urgent message. Just give me no, 35, no. 45 minutes. Yuri, there's no time for that. Maybe send him that electronic message through their interweb again. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> ah, I'm covered in darkness again, and I'm uh, being crushed. Oh, hey. Okay, hang in there, Gory. Oh. We're trying to pick up what's going on there with our scanners. Get me, scan, scan. Get me out of here, Larry. I can't, I can't breathe. Oh, oh, gosh. Wait, now. Okay, now I'm hurtling through the air. I've left the surface. That I can see good. it receding in the distance. I'm I'm on another smooth, rounded surface now. And uh, we're, we're approaching something giant with a gaping orifice and pearly white pyramids and, oh. and a giant slithering faceless monster, monster red and glistening. Oh, God. I feel the tug of Lurphy and gravity. I can't cling to this surface. I'm falling towards the monster. I've just missed the white pyramids. Oh, gross. 
I'm on the slithering monster's surface now. Oh, it's so humid. What's the word? Uh, sultry? Is that, is that the right word? That's it. That's it. It's oh so sultry in here. Good. good. There are horrendous guttural noises going on in the background. And the oh, hot liquid is sloshing about. Oh, it tastes kind of gross, but but I want more. And suddenly I'm very wired. And talking a million carpecks a minute. My hearts are beating fast. And oh no. Now I'm in complete darkness, but moving quickly now. The slithering monster is moving me into a deeper darkness. There's no resisting. Oh, there's a lot of inertia here. I'm losing my bearings. Ow! Uh, Gree? Gree, are you there? Can, can you hear me? Gree? Oh, well then, we seem to have lost our connection momentarily. I'm, I'm sure he'll be back. Uh, he'll be back, won't he, Shipwood? Bang! Probability of survival in a human stomach, 6%. Ah, see, 6%. Wait, what? what? 6%? Is that out of 100? Well, that's not very good at all. Still, it's better odds than 5% or 4%. And 6 is definitely a lot more than 0. If You know, if I carried the... Times at 10, Shall 000, I notify 6, his next of kin, sir? Stop that, Chipwood. Why, he's he's been in tighter scrapes than this. There was that, that collision with the moon outside ROM Zero. That, that was that very persistent case of spontaneous incinerations on the second son of Balfour. Would, and, and then there was the time he time-traveled to alter the end of the universe and was super su suspended in animation listening to Jimmy Buffett songs. That was much worse. Was he wasting away in Margaritaville, sir? Yes, yes, but, but he made it through all of those crises. Oh, well. Yes, this will have to be one of those cave-dweller episodes where, we've, where, where we'll have to leave our listening audience huddled in the dark around a fire. Why do they call it... Bing! The I believe the term you're stabbing wildly about in the dark for is cliffhanger. Ah, yes. It is a cliffhanger episode. That makes more sense. The listener is clinging to the edge of a cliff, not knowing what will happen next. Will he come? Will we come rescue them or let them fall to their deaths? Stay tuned and find out. Although it sounds like they have no choice. They are hanging off a cliff. Should we leave them some food and water at least? I feel kind of guilty, but... Anyway, we'll see you next time. Same pod channel, same pod people from outer space on Greetings, Lurflings. Can I shoot somebody with the... <laughs> the proton blaster? Shipwood, come here. Bing. Oh, yes. I <laughs> that has no effect on me. Damn it! This is a terrible way to end an episode. I'll just do it to myself, then. <laughs> Oh, why? Sing us a song, I'm the piano man. <laughs> Sing us a song tonight. Well, we're all in the mood for a melody. And I've got us feeling all right. Yeah.
Yeah. It's a pretty good time for a Lurfian. It's nobody's ever sick of this song. It gets lots of plays for free. <laughs> but they prop me up on a chair and say, get out there. And I'll play it again for free. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it already rhymed free. Only buy it once. It's one of the best rhymes ever to rhyme free with free. Uh, <laughs> well, we could, you know, it rhymes. You know what else rhymes with rhyme? Rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, uh, let me just cue something up here. One second. We're still on the air. Oh. Okay. Um, we're almost there. Here we go. I feel like it's time to, you know, to for the sponsors. Oh, right. We, we do need to make sure we... Uh, feature our sponsors here. I would love terrible. To. If we didn't get paid for all this all this work. Sorry. Terrible indeed. Here we go. One second. Oh, wait. No. Well, this is a different kind of ad. But one second. Here. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome. Welcome, radio listeners. This is C.C. McGraw here, coming to you from mile 44 outside Sioux City, heading out of town, I might add, because true to the city's name, I guess we've been finding the residents to be a bit too litigious for our liking. Uh, why the loss of just about every little appendage that occurred on our roadside demonstrations has led to the pursuit of legal remedy. Uh, despite our employment of greeters using sign language to wave and sign hello. Uh, I guess that's not what our legal counsel had in mind when they told us to get people to sign waivers. <laughs> that's a long way to go for a bad, bad joke. But, uh, yes, I mean, it is. <laughs> I mean, we did the best we could, the best we knew how. Did we? But, but here we are on the run from Johnny Law once again. And uh, say, Hank, uh, why are you looking so down? Here I am lamenting my own misfortune, but you seem awfully quiet and withdrawn over there in that co-pilot's chair. Oh, I don't know, Cece. I guess I'm, I'm just finally dealing with this emptiness inside. A feeling that something's missing. Really? Something that's been dogging me for a while. For, well, well, quite a few years now. An emptiness? Uh, something's missing, you say? Yeah, I, I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, you sell holes, Hank. Emptiness yeah. in your business. Uh, are you just realizing that? Oh, uh, I know, Cece, but well, this is different. When, when, I'm, when I'm selling a hole, when, when I'm winning over that customer to the simplicity and perfection of nothingness, well, that's... Well, that's something I can really plunge into, and, and I can still get others to, to take that plunge with me. I know! You sold me a whole set of holes last week. Uh, that's right. For that for that golf course you want to build. That's right. I've got the holes now. I just need the flags to put in them. 
and uh, of course the vast uh, the vast uh, stretch of land and the uh, top-notch uh, grounds crew and I also need a water supply diverted from some common folk. Mm-hmm. But enough about my dreams. Uh, let's get back to this uh, other sort of emptiness that's bugging you, Hank. Lay it on me. Well, well, thanks, Cece. Uh, you know, if I didn't mention it before, you're you're a great listener. Oh, you gotta be Hank in my line of work, especially recently. Why, I can hear the very second one of my saws bites into something off the menu, as it were. Uh, I can hear the faint, distant thud of a severed thumb hitting a linoleum floor, and I know that's when to pull up the tent stakes and pack up for the next town. Yeah, that that's your sense of hearing, CC. but uh, I was talking about how you're a good listener. Why, one time, I, I swear it was just the fingerprint sawed off of the tip of a young customer's finger, and that thin layer of sails hit what was actually a carpeted section of the sales floor. Uh, this was back in Cleveland in, uh, oh, it must have been not uh, 9 during the Great Recession there when people were buying saws like nobody's business. And, and I'll swear my mama is a strutting rooster if I didn't hear that fingerprint hit the carpet. Uh, CC, if, if we if we could get back to the you know lucky, the- lucky for me it proved very difficult to dust the carpet for that fingerprint, and uh, in the end they couldn't prove nothing. Uh, I'm hurting here, CC. If if we could just just get back to back to that. Oh, right, right. A thousand apologies. Sometimes I get a bit lost in uh, on memory lane here. Yeah. Well, anyway, th- this this hollow feeling maybe it was. Maybe it has something to do with, with Hilda. Oh, yes. Tell me more about Hilda. What? What? What's she like between the sheets, if you don't mind me asking? I do <laughs> mind you asking, Cece. Here I am trying to, to pour my heart out to you, and you want to hear about my wife in the sack. Er, uh, well, I meant as it relates to the hollow feeling in your chest, Hank. Of course, that's what I meant. Uh, I mean, perhaps there's a little trouble in paradise if you catch my drift. <laughs> a monkey could catch your drift, Cece. I, I understand what you're saying. And now, that's that's not it. Hilda was never especially into the physical side of our relationship, making up, making up for that with an intense spiritual connection, which I can tell would be difficult for you to understand. And we also love watching Wheel of Fortune together. Hmm, no physical side of, to your relationship, you say? I'm just making a note. Well, if you must know, I have a certain physical limitation, or not a limitation so much as an absence. <laughs> oh, a hole, sort of. A hole? Well, now I guess I should have known. Uh, is that how you got into the whole hole business? Well, maybe. Do you, do you think Hank's Wholesale Holes is your attempt to celebrate what has secretly been gnawing at you from the inside out? Well, I suppose it could be. <laughs> Maybe it's not the hole in your chest that's really got you down, Hank, but it's the hole in your pants. You are a soothsayer and a seer, Cece. Well, well I don't know what those things are, but... uh, You really got to the bottom of it, I, I think. All this time, I, d- I didn't think I was missing anything and that it was, wasn't impacting things with me and Hilda, but I think you're right. I think we are missing something down there. May I recommend Dennis's Den of Drills if you're looking for something to uh, uh, substitute, teach down there, if you know what I mean. 
something to fill in. I, I get it. Yes, maybe I'll pay old Dennis a visit. Well, I'm glad something's on a path to resolution today. That's more than I can say for CeCe's House of Saws, but uh, uh, perhaps I'll catch you, fair listener. Uh, why, God, oh, goodness, I almost forgot we were recording a commercial here. Could be embarrassing, but uh, perhaps I'll see you down the road at a rest stop. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, nothing, Hank. Don't worry. Just focus on the road, please. Do you say commercial? Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm driving. You focus on uh, getting some good now, tunes. That's, uh, that's a really embarrassing. Difference. Maybe some good tunes on the radio here uh, would help. help uh, but uh, perhaps, uh, fair listener, I'll uh, see you uh, down the road at a rest stop. Not known to be frequented by law enforcement. Oh, that's there you go, Hank. Crank it. Uh, uh, where are we? <laughs> I can't believe this song is still on. Um, but anyway, stop on by, people, for more saws than you ever seen and the greatest scene that you ever saw. Uh, just ignore all that stuff you heard about, you know, the the whole stuff. Yeah, that wasn't true. That was that was just entertainment. Okay. <laughs> Are we? Hank, I really do hate the scorpions. Okay, I do. I mean, sometimes you're when you're. Sometimes you're in the mood for that music. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you feel like a scorpion. Guess that's all the time I paid for on this ad. Ooh, it's, how much did you pay for that? That's uh, it's quite a pricey ad. <laughs> I just what, uh, I what kind barter. of accounts do you have? You're on the run. <laughs> Usually, I just barter. These uh, little uh, alien dudes wanted specialty saws made, very tiny, tiny saws. Hey, did you say aliens? Now, uh, that's what they said they were. See, I see, didn't believe them for a second. In my leg. Well, I didn't believe them for a second. I mean, first of all, I couldn't even see them. They just kept uh, sending me these electronic messages. Yeah. But they were very specific, and uh, I had a feeling that they were in the room when they were placing the orders. So, well, that's very creepy. They said what do they, they look like. Well, I told you I couldn't even see them, but uh, they placed an order, and they Ooh. were telling me things that only they could have known if they had been in the room with me, like the fact that my pants were off. And uh, wow, your pants off. Well, I don't want to get into that right now. It has to do with. Hey. <laughs> has to do with. Well, <laughs> I don't want to get into it, I guess. But, uh. Well, oh, that's just fine with me. Well, if you have to know. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Okay. Best, best leave it off then. Uh, I've already gotten myself into enough hot water with the missus. Every time she hears one of these ads, she gets just a little, moves a little bit farther away from me in the bed at night, if you know what I mean. Well, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I have a very large, long bed because at this point, there's about half a mile between us. Wow, that's quite a bed. <laughs> Well, I've uh, had it specialty made with my saws, of course. Of course, of course. It's the biggest bed I ever saw. <laughs> you, you wouldn't think you could make a bed longer with saws. 
but uh, somehow I know how to do that. I just keep sawing away in different angles here and there, and then it gets longer. Oh, I know exactly how that works. You know, at Hank's House of Holes, lots of things get actually larger when you put them in a hole. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Sounds doesn't sound right to me, though. You've got a, you've got, you know, uh, just one inch of space, uh-huh. dig a hole. Right. Suddenly, you've got two feet. That's the magic of holes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, so I've heard, you know, pray t- I've heard pray tell uh, of black holes to find the laws of physics. Now, let's not be racist here. <laughs> but I didn't know just ordinary holes uh, did, did that. But we're definitely off script here and over time. I think I'm going to be charged. Hank's holes, we Hank's house of holes, we, we cater to all denominations of holes. <laughs> Every color of hole, we treat each hole equally. Even Catholic holes. Even Catholic holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I think we're in the trouble, trouble with the Vatican on that one. Well, that's just all right. Put them in a hole. <laughs> Won't be able to get out. You ever uh, go to Whack-A-Mole? <laughs> oh, I invented a Whack-A-Mole. I knew it. I knew Who do you think sells the Whack-A-Mole holes? That's me, Hank's House of Holes. It's like, we just got this terrible game. Basically, it's just these critters are just sitting there in a hammer. You just <laughs> smack them over the head. Terrible. Worst game ever. It's like, yeah. you know what this game needs? I remember that, the early version. You got to add holes. You got to put the... Got to put those moles in holes. Right. Besides, it doesn't even make sense to have moles not in holes. Version one. Moles four. Moles goes in holes. Next thing I know, the biggest game there is. Whack a mole. They give me any any credit? No, I never get any credit. Whack a mole. Holes included. Yep. That, that was the ad campaign for the. That was the whole secret. Version two. Well, I thought you had. I thought you were behind that one in some way. Oh, if you could, you think of a hole, probably had some influence. I guess Hanks has holes. Basketball probably was pretty bad before you put the hole in the rim. No, no, terrible. <laughs> zero to zero. <laughs> Every game. Just you could not. Yeah, it was very boring. Once you added that hole, whole new game. Change the game, they say. <laughs> right. It really took off from there. Golf obviously was the biggest impact. Right. That's where the expression hole in one comes from because part of the package deal I sold them. <laughs> that was for all these holes. It's like I'll give you all 18 holes for just one dollar. I'll give you the hole in one. Caboodle for one. Yep. That was me. Well, that's pretty interesting. I didn't realize your impact on uh, civilization. Yep. Or at least you know, you were mentioning the Vatican. Even I've had a, quite an influence with them. That's where the expression holy comes from. Oh, right. Holy matrimony. Yep. yep. The holy covenant. Before that, it was just the E. E covenant. Mm-hmm. Right. An e matrimony. There was like, like too many E's. Got to add a hole in front of it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Move right along. We are way over time on my spot. I'm going to be charged double, I believe. 
Then you should be paying you. I mean, the music oh, stopped, and uh, maybe we need that end of segment music again. Oh, yeah, I can't. You can't end a segment without music. That's my cue. I guess. I guess we'll stop talking now. Should I stop talking, or should you stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> Yuri, how do we get these idiots off? I don't know how to work this. <laughs> Turn off the feed. Is it this button? You're both idiots. <laughs> oh shit! Chop, chop, word. Help us. Maybe Timmy the intern can figure it out. What? I don't know how to work it. Timmy, what are you doing here then? I don't know. My mom said I had to get a job. Oh, oh God. Worst. Absolutely worst. Oh, well, we do have one more segment if we... Uh, yeah. it's, it's proven to be everyone's favorite segment on the uh, Greetings Lurfling podcast, or at least it's the favorite of our Lurfbound listeners, uh, who, oh. who we should remind them they should feel free to ask us anything at all. Anything at all. Superior you're not shy. The joys and the perils of space travel. Time travel, boat travel. Boat. I can tell you all. Eating boats when you're not supposed to. I can talk about that. What's it like to be nearly immortal? Of course you can talk about that. Boat problem. Stop judging. I'm not judging. I've already made a judgment. I have a boat problem. A very serious one. No self-control. Moving on, though, to the questions that the people have. Um, should we just take the first one here? Should we yep, just anything's coming over? Go for it. Okay. Where, here's one from Bill Ricker, outside of Boston, I believe. Uh, oh. Where does rice come from? You know where that is? Oh, where does rice come from? Really? Oh. That's the question you've submitted to the two alien life forms. I don't even know what rice is. What is that? A... Uh... There's a type of creature. Maybe it's Richie. Oh, yes. It might be. Oh, they mean Christina Richie. Lionel Richie. Lionel he Richie. comes from uh, Brooklyn, I believe. Or maybe Does Queens. He? Oh, all the coolest people come from Brooklyn. <laughs> Not so much Queens. All Night Long was one of his hits. All Night. And uh, I believe I had something to do with that hit. When I had that terrible, terrible constipation. Right, right. I was on the bathroom all night long. I remember, I remember, and then all finally, at the all end, night long, as the sun, as the two yeah. suns were rising over the, must have been the moons of, the, the Cento system, outside of, yes, B nine. Uh, no, 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 that's a vitamin. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's a vitamin, right? But uh. But yes, and then finally, as the sun was rising, that song all night long came out, and it was yes, it was quite a hit. It it was not for me. Well, for me, <laughs> it's terrible. Sometimes we have to put our hearts and souls and bowels into our creations. Anyway, <sighs> did we answer your question? It doesn't matter. <laughs> We don't care. That's also something you can look up very easily in one of your encyclopedias or maybe on your interweb. Yes. 
I would start with the interweb. Well, here's Next another time, question. Be more specific with your questions. Okay. How about space questions? Physics well, questions. This is almost space. a space question. Still, I'm not sure it's up to our standards, but here's the next question is, where does the sun go at night? Oh, what an idiot. Oh, boy. Clearly someone who hasn't taken basic geography or physics or, or astronomy or even or chemistry, just even. asked his neighbor a simple question. <sighs> we refuse to answer that one. Clearly, the sun goes on a holiday to the yes. Boca region of the uh, universe where there's <laughs> resort galaxies. Oh, stop it. Don't you with them. They have little. You know full well where the sun goes. The sun puts on little swim trunks and little sunglasses. So cute. And a little bit of sunscreen and. <laughs> kicks back at the sun spas of the Boca. Maybe the sun earns a little bit of extra money doing raisin brand commercials where they have to model for the two scoops. Oh, right. Two scoops in Kellogg's raisin brand. Goes to his night job filming commercials yes. for raisin brand. Despite the fact he's been working all day. <laughs> Without a break, well, sometimes when it's cloudy out, he's got Gets quite a nice break, actually. Does he? Or is he really shining the entire time <laughs> for billions and billions of years without interruption because of the chemical reaction of hydrogen and helium <laughs> and iron fusing in a nuclear reaction? And pity. Don't forget the pity. That's yes. Oh, that and reaction. flattery. Right. Well, I wish we could mine that flattery. We would, wouldn't we? <sighs> We wouldn't have to. We could get up, give up on this silly Facebook adventure in a, in a minute. Yes, just two seconds of mining the flattery from that sun. We could build a gamma bomb. <laughs> we could blow up this entire earth and be done with it. But anyway, next question. Hope I didn't say that out loud. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we'll edit this later. Here's our question from. Uh, Quincy, Illinois, or uh, is it Iowa? Who cares? What time does Best Buy open on Sunday morning? Oh, my goodness. Again. 8 a.m. <laughs> Clearly not church-going, folk. Oh, sorry. Anyways, 8 a.m. I don't know how I know that. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Is it? Rawr. Is that Thiend? Thiend. Oh, not Thiend again. Oh, God. He's a, he's a bit early this time. Can we put a little bit of extra space before Thiend so that in the script, so that we don't have to constantly run into Thiend in every single episode? Ridiculous. Right. <laughs> it's almost as formulaic as me shooting you with the proton blast. Yeah. What? I knew it. Sorry. No, 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 just a, Check just the a tape. Tip. What did you just say? I don't know what tape is. Check the the the, the, the recordings, the digital bits. The... Digital bits, you. The bits and bytes. Yeah, we should put a few blank pages before Fiend, so we don't have <laughs> to see his... Ah! <laughs> Damn it, I missed. <laughs> <laughs> you got my arm. My arm Sorry, doesn't... My tentacle... 
He doesn't remember a thing. I can tell. Normally, he has a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, we, we are distributed intelligent animals, or aliens. I'm getting no the... feedback from my arm now. My cerebral... What about your cerebral... 17 other tentacles? Well, yes, but this was an especially bright one. Oh, uh, well, I'll give you some feedback. You're an idiot. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the kind of feedback. I was hoping for constructive feedback. Okay. <laughs> You're an excellent idiot. <laughs> you should work more towards being less of an idiot. <laughs> Is that constructive enough for you? How about this for constructive feedback? If you place the heaviest structure at the bottom and then the lighter pieces on top, it will be more stable when you're constructing something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you're a stable idiot. <laughs> Is that constructive feedback? No, that's construction feedback. Oh, sorry. Idiot. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Well, better luck next time. Well, Third, oh. getting very bored. <laughs> oh no, Thede's getting bored. Is that is he dangerous actually? Well, yes, he's very dangerous. Hopefully, he'll destroy us all. Oh, Shepard, oh, Shepard, you got to dial back on the self-loathing classes. And yes, sounds like you're doing extra credit there. You know, I'm canceling your nihilism and self-loathing class. This is ridiculous. You can't do that, Captain. We have free reign over our learning accounts. He's a computer. He doesn't need to go to school. We also have purple reign over our learning accounts. Purple reign, purple reign. Study of Prince. A life well lived. Is it though? A little too short. Yes, a little bit too short. He, uh... He wrote more songs than I have gone to the loo in my entire life. Right. We've written just about every song there is on there, except for the ones written by Prince. Yes, because most people don't know this, but he actually is an alien. I knew it. I knew it. I recognized him. Yes, yes, yes. I'm He's not, not from Meepop. He's from Meepop 3. Oh, right. But we must, maybe we we're in some sister sort of planet. space academy together. Yes. Don't know. There's Police Academy. You're thinking. Oh, right, right. Two? I stopped watching those after the second one, I believe. Became a little, little, bit, <laughs> a little bit formulaic. And those, those movies don't hold up very well. Not at all. They didn't hold up a year after they came out. <laughs> Even once the, the film wasn't even dry. But they took Steve Gutenberg's <laughs> career and... To the moon. To the moon. And back. Where it crashed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> to the dark side of the moon, I must say. Hasn't seen the light of day since. What happened to Steve Gutenberg? Has anyone spotted him since Police Academy 3? Yes, he's on Cameo now. It's a Lurfian app where you can pay people to... Make funny videos for 30 seconds. Really? Mentioning somebody's name. Oh, yes. Come oh, yeah. Is this a real thing, uh, Yuri? It's a real, yes. Why didn't we think of it? We could be mining gratuitous. Oh, 
Yes. Self-importance. That's, that's the best way to get flattery. Or, or, Guri, I think you actually came up with a great idea. I, this is brilliant. Very, very angry. No, no, this is terrible. Oh. Just when we have a great idea, Fiend is going to destroy it all. Fiend is going to cut it short. That would be excellent. Shut up, shipwood. I'm turning you off. You can't. You can't turn me off. I'm wired into the main circuits. Take your circuits. <laughs> we'll cut. We'll shut down all the circuits then, won't we? Yes, well, we can do autopilot. I can drive this thing. I went to Mepopian. I was in the Mepopian Space Force. Mepopian? Were you a porpoise? No. <laughs> me porpoise. Me porpoise. porpoise. <laughs> Fiend loves porpoises. The, me porpoise fiend. <laughs> Wait, is Fiend a giant porpoise? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to pretend to be his pet porpoise and maybe we'll cheer <laughs> him up. <laughs> me porpoise fiend. Fiend kill you anyway. <laughs> no, well, that did not purpose. work. Oh, boy. <laughs> that didn't work. Uh, there is no porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> what is the porpoise of this? Oh, oh that's, the... Okay. that's the same joke, but just <laughs> <laughs> said slightly differently. Right. A search for porpoise. Yes, a search for porpoise. In this universe... Is there a porpoise? <laughs> well, is a porpoise a dolphin? <laughs> and if so, does it sound like this? Well, Why would you ever use the word porpoise when you could say dolphin? I don't know. What is the difference? I thought a dolphin was a king. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna noogle it. <laughs> is that the Mepopian yes. search engine? Of course. Yes. Noogle. Noogle. Nougat. <laughs> Difference. Hold on. Can't type and laugh at the same time. It's between you should type much faster since you do have seven. I know one of your tentacles isn't working, but you We should embroider. Embroider this to our high command. What is the difference between a dolphin and a porpoise? Please, embroider us the answer. Okay. <laughs> Dolphins. Oh, wow. We've got that embroidery machine going. It's dolphins. It says oh. dolphins tend to have prominent elongated beaks and cone-shaped teeth, while porpoises, or purposes, have smaller mouths and spade-shaped teeth. Whoa. Generally speaking, dolphin bodies are leaner. Oh, so I guess porpoises are... Ah, it says porpoises are portly. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> Don't call them fat, though. No, portly. They'll destroy you in seconds those, if you call them. Those little heifers. <laughs> They're oh. basically fat dolphins. Just come out and say it. Little obese dolphins. Dolphins are also more talkative than porpoises. Well, of course oh. they are. They're, they're not uh, so embarrassed. Maybe there is intelligent life on Earth after all. Yes. Oh, Maybe oh, there is a porpoise. <laughs> Where there's a... Okay. Well, we've learned something today, at least. Oh, yes. I hope our That's listeners something. have, too. No, we haven't. 
Who is that? <laughs> get off the get off this line. How'd they get into our podcast? That's impossible. What is this? CP radio? We have a caller. Timmy, you're supposed to tell us when you have a caller. Breaker two three. This is Hot Mama Carla Thurl. This is little, Who's that? little red rooster. You got a, a rooster. Blue light special coming down on Turbo Two to Two. Come back. Does anybody have any understanding of what what on earth is he what on earth is he saying? Keep your we got a high roller. Keep your tits down, hit a tail, turn higher, hit a ah, forgot all the lingo. Is there an auction? <laughs> is this not is this what an auction is? Don't tell Hello. Trying to keep a rat side up here on nine ninety three. Come back. Let's see the cowboy. Oh my goodness! I almost forgot. I'm not wearing my Lurfian. This is quite dangerous. I'm not wearing my Lurfian. What? What happened? Yuri, are oh. we actually broadcasting on CB radio? This is embarrassing. What? What are you talking about? This podcast. I thought it was going on the interweb at least. Yes, I think it's that's why I want them to see what I really look like. Wait, no, I'm <laughs> saying it's only this is only going on old fashioned CB radio to people. CD radio, that those are two different things. CB, CB, oh, CB radio, that's oh, yeah, bastard. <laughs> so, <laughs> that how antithetical would this be if we were just broadcast on the CB radio when we're an advanced civilization. Yes, a little red rooster. Come back now. Where are you? What's your 20? Will you get the CB radio off? That's ridiculous. Humiliating. Maybe Timmy can help us. Timmy, f- filter out that CB traffic. What? Maybe we should switch channels. Try 17 or 19, maybe. Hi. This is Darlene. This is Big Daddy. Where are you at, Darlene? Come out here to read all your notes. Seed my Darlene. Hi. Who, who's this theme? <laughs> this is Darlene. I'm in a yellow Mercedes. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Yuri, they can hear us. Oh. This is embarrassing. Well, actually, at least they quite can hear us. But now they can communicate with us. We have no control over our podcast. Chipwood, please, just take us off the air. This is ridiculous. They destroy everything. This is Sammy the Snake coming oh, to you. So Darlene, you must remember me from high school. We were in shop together. Come back yeah. now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you are very disgusting. <laughs> remember I cut off my toe with the uh, drill press. Yeah, but you had six toes, which I thought was so weird. Right. Then you took, cut right off, then you had five. I just wanted to be normal. Then there was nothing special about you anymore. It backfired, I know, darling. But hey, what you up to now? I'm driving a yellow Mercedes. I'm running Ooh. I'm running crystal meth between Mexico and... <laughs> <laughs> Well, co-winky-dinky-dinky, I'm making that run myself, of course. I'm not driving a yellow Mercedes, though. I got a Grand Torino from uh, some undescript. Uh, this is a fire. This is police <laughs> officers. Oh, no. We got a blue light special. 
Oh boy, Smokey's after us. Darlene, let's just make it out. Let's 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 go out with big rays of fury. Split up. <laughs> Split uh, or stick together. I don't know which one. <laughs> does, does anyone have any idea what's going on here? I can't follow this plot line. Oh, <laughs> Darlene. I I just think it was much simpler when I just shot Gory with the proton blaster. Every single episode was very clear. Ending with this craziness and a theme monster, just insanity. I'm going to talk to Eric and Paul right away. What? It's ridiculous. Oh, Smokey's on my tail. I'm losing control, Darlene. Darlene, remember me. Remember me, Darlene. I'll try to grow back my oh, turn. No. no. I'll never forget you, Ricky. It's Benny, but that's okay. Wait, your name was Benny? Actually, Benny, Benny. Oh, you might be some more different than I thought you were. Never mind. Bye. Oh, crap. Dolly, she broke my heart. And now I'm going to be in jail. Step out of the vehicle, sir. Oh, Oh, goodness. Why did I do it? Yuri. We've got to stop this. So let's switch channels. And <laughs> that is how you prepare the perfect chicken. Now, don't forget, you want to put just a bit of salt and pepper. Gary, I've heard that before. It's a great cooking oven. show on CB Radio only. After it's been sitting about 45 minutes, you want to wait to the... You're an idiot. <laughs> I don't know why I have a CB radio cooking show. This is quite ridiculous. Hey, why don't you put the chicken up your butt? Why don't you put your butt up your chicken? (laughs) Come back. Dean thinks this is too stupid. (laughs) It is stupid. That is true, uh, Thien. We must agree on something, I guess. I I think you're you're stupid, Thien. If you really want to get right down to it, you're really just the end without a space in between. <laughs> Makes no sense whatsoever why you would be a monster. Is that what that means?